familiar? If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. There's no denying the special bond felt between moms and baby while breastfeeding. So it's only natural moms would want to preserve that moment for as long as possible. Perhaps that's why breastfeeding photos are becoming more and more popular. Should you take some selfies or should you hire a professional photographer? How do you get the best photos? And what do you do with the photos once you have them? Today, we're talking about how moms can benefit from having photos of them breastfeeding their babies. We're the Boob Group. I use a breast pump. I hand express milk for my baby. I exclusively breastfeed. I use a nipple shield. I breastfed after a C-section. I use a milk bank. I breastfeed in public whenever I feel like it. I pump at work. I breastfeed with a cover. I breastfeed twins. I give my baby bottles. I made my own supplemental nursing system. I supplement with formula. I talk to my baby while I breastfeed. I'm breastfeeding as a survivor of sexual abuse. When I have extra milk, I share it with other mom. We are equal. We are the Boob Group. Welcome to the Boob Group. We're here to support all moms wanting to provide breast milk for their babies. I'm Sunny Galt and I'm joined here by some amazing mamas, which you're going to meet in just a second. But first, are you a member of our Boob Group Club? If you are, you get bonus content after each episode, PDF transcripts from all of our shows. You can read through them in addition to listening to our shows and much more, including discounts from some of our partners. You can visit newmommymedia.com for more information. And if you are listening to our shows right now through iTunes or perhaps through our very own iOS app, then we would love for you to leave us a review on iTunes. So it's real easy to do. Again, you could do it through the app. You can do it if uh, you have iTunes open on your computer. Really quick, just leave us a few sentences. Tell us what you think about the show. It goes a long way for other parents finding out about our show just by doing a simple search on iTunes. So thanks in advance for doing that for us. All right, so let's meet some of the mamas joining our conversation today. This this is an interesting conversation. We've got two photographers on, and uh, we've got a couple moms that have experience with breastfeeding photos. I'm actually neither, guys. So I, I am going to be basically just kind of moderating the conversation today because I don't have a lot of experience. I've done some breastfeeding selfies, um, but I'm not sure that that really qualifies me to talk too much about uh, the topics in today's episode. Um, let's start with Shannon. Shannon, tell us a little bit about yourself and your experience with today's topic. Hi, my name is Shannon. I'm a photographer with Shannon O'Hara Photography. I have two young children. Um, Emerson is eight months and my daughter Gabriella is two and we all live in sunny San Diego, California. Okay. So you're a photographer, but not a breastfeeding photographer. I am not a breastfeeding photographer. I do not specialize in breastfeeding. No. Okay. Okay. But you have had photos taken of you breastfeeding. Yes, I have had, I've been on the other side of the camera for once and it's great. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a welcome relief, right? (laughs) 
Exactly. <laughs> All right. All right. African Moon. Moon, tell us a little bit about yourself and your experience with breastfeeding photos. Um, so I have three children. Um, my eldest is eight. She's my only daughter. And then I have a four-year-old and a five-month-old. And I'm all about being in your face. So all of my photos that when I when I reach out to a photographer, I want in your face. What the heck is this kind of photos going? I want for people when they see it to stop and say, wow, really? So <laughs> I, I like to look for in your face photographers, anything like I see a lot of really beautiful photos out there and I love those. But when it comes for me, I want to tap into that side of people that makes them say, what the heck? (laughs) (laughs) Shock and awe, Moon. Shock and awe. Okay. All right. And uh, let's see, Courtney. Courtney, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello. My name is Courtney Staten. I am a photographer based out of Kansas City, Missouri. I do specialize in breastfeeding photography and just new moms and young families. The name of my company is Stag and Bird Photography. I have been working as a photographer for several years and started a project called Mother last year. And I am doing a lot of stylized portraits um, and then also some lifestyle as well for new nursing moms or um, even extended breastfeeding, full-term breastfeeding. I, I, I don't discriminate against nursing moms if you're nursing a baby. I am excited for you. And Moon, you sound like an ideal client. I want to work with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies. Well, welcome to the show. <coughs> Sounds familiar. If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. So before we kick off our episode today, we're going to talk about how you can get the best breastfeeding photos. We're going to talk with Vanessa Simmons, another photographer. There's a theme here today, if you guys haven't noticed. And uh, Vanessa is the founder of NormalizedBreastfeeding.org. It is a breastfeeding awareness campaign. So hi, Vanessa, and welcome to the Boob Group. Oh, thank you. Tell us a little bit about the campaign. About two years ago, we started um, the Normalized Breastfeeding campaign with just the simple sharing of um, breastfeeding photographs. And one thing led to another, and we ended up sharing images from moms. They were showing, sharing their own uh, selfies and brelfies. A lot of moms were finding a lot of support through this sharing of images online. And um, about a year into the campaign, uh, we decided to initiate the first ever International Day to Normalize Breastfeeding. It was an awesome event uh, that consisted of supporters around the world and mothers around the world nursing their babies. And our Facebook event had about 5,000 people participating last year. 
Um, And so, yeah, it was awesome. And with with that event, what we did was we actually um, created like a pledge where they could pledge to normalize breastfeeding. And with that pledge, we created a T-shirt. And so the pledge was actually on the shirt. And the moms could purchase the shirt um, to support um, the tour. And the whole point of, you know, going on tour was to really create diversity within the images. I can only take so many types of breastfeeding images here in San Diego. You're always going to see the same type of backgrounds, you know, same right. type of weather. Um, and so I really wanted to get out there and meet some of the moms. And so we have local support groups all around um, the world, actually. And so I, I kind of focused the tour around going to the areas where we have those local groups and we, we do a meetup, we do a big photo shoot. Um, we do private sessions as well. And going on tour has been really awesome. It's been giving me a great opportunity to meet the moms in person and talk with them about their stories in person. You know what I love? I think one of the things that really separates this from other um, different photography that I've seen is that they have the option of doing the group photo and individual photos. And I think there's so much power in those group photos. Those are the ones that really stand out in my mind um, is, is just being really something really special. For them. Definitely. And they have a chance to connect with the other moms during the shoot. Um, a great opportunity for them to connect with them outside of the shoot afterwards because, you know, they're getting to know each other on Facebook and things like that. So it's a, it's a great support system. Definitely. Very good. Anything else that, that moms should know or any other ways that uh, that they can get involved? Um, I mean, they can definitely get involved. They're just looking for local support as well. We have a big uh, worldwide group that helps you find local groups or start local groups. Um, and they can find that just on Facebook itself. Um, but the, the domain for that, the subdomain for that as well is just groups.normalizebfing.com. And if they go to that link, it'll take them straight to the Facebook group and they can just request to join. And inside that group, they'll find all of their um, the local groups that they can get involved with or start their own. Well, I know you are a busy mama, Vanessa, running all of this. And, and it wasn't even planned. I love that it wasn't planned, actually, that it happened organically so because... Organic, yeah. Yeah, it just shows how the need out there and moms coming together to help other moms. And I don't know, I think it's really special. And uh, I I know I really appreciate everything you put into this as well as all the moms that have benefited from it. So uh, be sure to check out normalizedbreastfeeding.org and all the wonderful stuff Vanessa is doing over there. And uh, Vanessa, it's great to talk to you. Great talking with you too. Thanks so much for doing this. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, so let's start our discussion. So what we want to do with today's episode is really give moms some ideas of some of the options out there. So if you're thinking about, you know, preserving these breastfeeding memories, there, there's some great ways to do it. Photography is one of them. And uh, so we want to give you guys some ideas on, on ways you can do that. So I think we're gonna have a great conversation today. Let's kick it off by talking about some of the main reasons moms choose to have these photos taken. So uh, let's start with the moms that, that have had the photos taken of themselves. Uh, Moon, let's start with you. You kind of gave us a, a quick little, you know, idea in the beginning, but share with us your reason for wanting to have the shock and awe photos that you described to us. So I consider myself a breastfeeding activist. 
Okay. And I say that because I try to activate people's minds into thinking about things that they wouldn't typically think about. So we just did a slain myths photo shoot where I've, I got a bunch of mothers together, put them in these big funky afros and, and had makeup done and everybody was wearing black clothes and, and we're all breastfeeding. I, I want for people to stop and look at breastfeeding in a different light, you know, I really love the florals and every, you know, people sitting out in, in the water and all of those things. Those are beautiful things that I would hang in my home. But when I want for to bring up a conversation, I like the shock factor, you know. Right. So when I uh, reach out to other mothers for them to come and do a photo shoot with me, it's typically because I want for people to start having a conversation that they wouldn't normally have. Okay. Do you have any photos or have you had any photos taken where it's more, uh, you know, just about, you know, you and, and your own babies as opposed to making a statement? Do you have anything that just reflects on your own personal? Oh, absolutely. I've, I, I took I took photos with my daughter. And again, we're sitting out in the in the, the, the leaves and the trees and everything. <laughs> and, and those are hanging in my living room. You'll never see those posted <laughs> online. Those are my my photos that that I love to see because that was um, breastfeeding um, with my first child was a we had a hard time starting. Right. We had a hard time starting where people kept saying, just give up, just give up, just start giving her formula. It's like, no, I don't want to give her a formula. Like we can do this. I just need somebody to help me, you know? So by the time we finally got there, it was important for me to make sure that I had something to document that we had a hard time. Nobody believed in us and we made it. So I do have those that I keep hold dear to me, but as a breastfeeding activist, when you see me share things, it, it really is to stir up uh, conversations. I love it. Okay. So Shannon, what, what about you? You've had uh, photos taken. What was the purpose or what were you trying to accomplish with it? Um, so I had pictures taken. So the reason that I did breastfeeding with my second was because I was trying to do something different than I did with my first. So with Gabriella, my oldest, I had maternity pictures. And the second time around, I was like, I've done that. We know what I look like pregnant. I'm fat and I'm bloated. Um, I don't want to go that route. So... This time I wanted to do uh, like a lifestyle shoot in the home. Um, We did it when Emerson was about maybe mm, four weeks old. So our breastfeeding was good and established. I had a C-section with him. So I had to kind of be careful about um, protecting that relationship because my milk didn't come in until seven days. So I wanted it to be good and established so that when we sat down to shoot, I was able to feed him and he knew what he was doing. I knew what I needed to be doing and we were all good. So I did that and I didn't do it for like statement any or making or anything. I did it just to um, have and, and record for posterity for my own family. But I actually ended up making a wave because I posted them online because I mean, it's 2016 and that's what I did do with my pictures. <laughs> <laughs> and my my aunts and stuff like that were calling my mom like Shannon posted her breast on the internet what is the world coming to and so <laughs> Emerson was born in the end of July so when this was happening it was August and it was the last week of Black Breastfeeding Week and so I took that as an opportunity to write up a little editorial like here's why I share these images and shared some statistics about the differences between 
the breastfeeding in the black community and breastfeeding in the white community. So anyway, I created some things, but more than anything, it was an opportunity to share and educate. So, and I did print my pictures because I really believe in for anybody listening that is thinking about hiring a photographer, whether it's me or Courtney or anybody else in your local area, print your images so that you can create a lasting legacy in your home. You're not necessarily just printing them for yourself, but so that your grandkids can find them and so that their kids can find them because pictures printed on the wall are enduring and they're so beautiful to have. So print your images. That's my soapbox. Okay. So uh, back to the mamas who had uh, breastfeeding photos taken. So what went into the decision, I guess, for you guys when it comes to, I mean, we all have iPhones, whatever, you know, cameras on us constantly, right? What goes into the decision of you taking your own photo versus hiring a photographer? Moon, let's go with you. Well, for me, it was the fact that I don't have that eye. You know, I, I look, I see photos and I, I think, oh, this person has an amazing eye for details as opposed to just snap and go, you know, and I wanted to make sure that those very minute details where at one point I was breastfeeding and my son, my five month old, he was holding on to my breast. So my breast looked kind of squishy. And the photographer says, okay, well, let's wait and let him finish. And then so you can get the squishy look out of your breast when we take the photos. This is something I wouldn't have thought about myself, you know, but when I seen it later, it's like, oh, wow, that made a big darn difference. So I like those little details that I wouldn't typically see myself that comes from a photographer that has that ability to look at the whole situation and change those little details that will make a, a photo beautiful. Absolutely. And and Shannon, with you, I mean, I know you're not a breastfeeding photographer, but you do know a lot about photography. So did the thought ever go through your mind of, why don't I just try to do these myself and see what happens? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> no, no. It's stressful. It's stressful because I do know a lot about it. So I know a lot about what can go wrong. And I'm already hard on myself. So I did not want to you know, try and do something and then have it not turn out the way that I wanted it to while I'm sitting there trying to breastfeed. Like my husband will pick up my camera and he's like, oh, I can do this. And I'm like, okay, great, babe, you're a (laughs) photographer now. And um, I'll let him snap and play with it. And then, you know, my head is chopped off or like the perspective is a little weird because the camera is angled oddly or it's, it's just weird things happen. So I was just like, let's just hire somebody. And then we'll get it done. And if it's not the way that I like, I can just talk to her about it and have it corrected. (laughs) Right. Right. You know, um, I have taken selfies before while I'm nursing and those are hard to do. So I I admire anybody that can manage to do that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. So when it comes to the actual photos, and and this is, I guess, more of a question for Courtney, can any photographer take breastfeeding photos or do we really need somebody? I know it's kind of a loaded question because I'm asking a breastfeeding (laughs) photographer, but you know, to look at it objectively, like what is the difference? Like what does a breastfeeding photographer really need to know that would be different from a regular photographer? I'm hesitant to say it, but I will. I think that empathy is going to be the biggest factor. Okay. I think that it would be very difficult for a photographer that does not have experience nursing to be able to take the pictures that could make them relatable in a sense to the client. That's not to say there aren't fabulous photographers out there or even male photographers that are more than capable of doing terrific work. 
But for me, I feel like what helps me is I am able to directly relate to my client. With that, I feel like just having kind of a keen eye to know what the child is doing, kind of to sense what they're looking at, what mom's looking at, how their feelings are, which, you know, photographers generally, especially if you've got any kind of documentary background, you're going to be pretty quick to pick that up. So I don't feel like you necessarily have to have a breastfeeding photographer do your photos if you're wanting nursing pictures, but it's kind of to the same extent that not everybody is a sports photographer or action photographer. Mm -hmm. Can you still take great pictures of a football game if you're not an action photographer? Absolutely. Um, But one of the things that really helps photographers um, develop really, really good images is being able to understand what's happening in that moment. So I feel like if you find someone that you're comfortable with, that's a pretty big start, you know, and liking their work. Um, but I do think that it is helpful to to go with maybe a mom that's been there. I, I mean, for me, I'm still nursing my two-year-old and, you know, I nursed my oldest for, you know, a little under a year. And so I understand. I totally have been there. And I, I know what it's like trying to get a grumpy baby to latch on or a sleepy baby to latch off. <laughs> and I think those kinds of things are important when you're looking for a photographer. So Shannon, I know that uh, you went with Vanessa, a breastfeeding photographer. And, um, you know, would you agree with some of the stuff that Courtney was saying as far as, you know, choosing someone that really understood breastfeeding a little bit more? Because you're a mom, you're a breastfeeding mom, right? So why, you know, someone could hire you theoretically, right, to, to take breastfeeding photos. What's the difference there for you, do you think? Absolutely. I think that um, what Courtney said, she brought up a lot of great points. Um, like last, last night, for example, I had a shoot and this was with a family that we're friends with. And um, my friend Shay, she's still nursing her three-year-old Trinity. So at the end of the shoot, Shay was like, look, um, I'd like to get some pictures nursing her. And I was like, okay, Um, but they're not going to be like fancy, like with, you know, a lot of like style. It's going to be very like, this is what it looks like when you nurse. And she was okay with that because she knows that's my style of photography. I think that it's very important that when you are looking for someone to capture these moments for you, that person, in addition to having the technical skill and the artistic knowledge um, to execute what you have as your vision, as the client, I think that your personalities need to mesh as well so that you, mm-hmm. you're both, everyone is comfortable on the shoot because I mean, honestly, your boobs are out. So right. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's important that, you know, you're comfortable with them being out um, in front of your photographer. And you also, I think it's a really good point to bring up that you should know whether or not your photographer is going to be alone on the shoot or if they're going to bring an assistant, if they're going to have a student with them. So that you know, you know, who you're going to be in front of, I guess. Yeah, I absolutely agree with Shannon on that. And, and I didn't even think to mention, uh, you know, on, on most of my styled shoots, particularly if I have several moms that I'm shooting, I have a crew. So, you know, I'll have a hair and makeup artists and I'll have a lighting assistant. And so, you know, for those styled shots, especially if you've seen the ones that I've done where I've got like five moms standing in a river. That's not just me there. There, you know, there's a line, uh, you know, several people helping out on that. 
So who you're going to be taking your pictures in front of are also really important. And then what you're wanting to use them for too. Right. Exactly. Well, I'm glad you brought up multiple moms in a breastfeeding photo because I want to talk about group photos for a second as opposed to just having private sessions. And um, and Moon, you, you touched on this a little bit too as far as getting multiple mamas together. Um, Moon, what do you think some of the benefits are of, of taking other photos with uh, other breastfeeding moms? Um, I, for me, I think it's important for people to see multiple mothers. So you won't hear that. Of course, Moon is breastfeeding and Moon is taking breastfeeding photos. It's Moon, you know, so, that, you know, <laughs> people, people don't have those thoughts in their head when they see that there are, there are different mothers and everyone may, may come from a different background and, and have different looks. So it's not just that person that they consider the earth child is breastfeeding, but that, yes, this is a common thing. And, and that comes through with when you have a lot of people together. Absolutely. And Courtney, what have you noticed on, on your shoots? You said you had some photos of multiple moms in the river. So you, you've done group shots as well? Yes, I have. I will usually, I offer breastfeeding photography for my everyday portrait clients. So moms are more than welcome to contact me about doing an individual shoot. But typically two to three times a year, I will do a mini session where the sessions are only 15 to 25 minutes per mom and kid. And then if they want to hang out, it would either be before or after the session, we'll do a group shot. So I have done three or four moms up to, I think, seven in a group. And part of that is, you know, you, you kind of want the moms to be able to jive well together too, but a lot of times they have not met one another. And what I thought was really, really cool in a session that I did last August which is the one I was talking about. They were all standing in the river. They all kind of bonded and, and several of them exchanged information so they could be Facebook friends or whatever. And it was kind of neat to see them making their own little tribe. And they were, you know, different personalities. Like Moon had kind of mentioned, you know, you've got the one mom that everyone expects to be breastfeeding. And then you've got <laughs> someone that maybe, you know, isn't your stereotypical you know, crunchy mom that people would think that would be doing breastfeeding photography. So it was really neat to see this just kind of melting pot of different moms doing these shots. And that's really important to me as well about like Vanessa's normalized breastfeeding campaign. I think that's really important to be able to show that, that everyone's able to, to nurse and breastfeed if they want to. And I think there's strength in numbers too. So for someone that may not be as comfortable doing individual breastfeeding photos, I think that it could give them a lot of strength to stand with other women and just feel empowered by the fact that you're doing something together and uh, that it, it might be a way to kind of get into the you know breastfeeding photo scene if you don't feel real comfortable just doing something on your own. So, and it's just nice to know that, you know, you're just bonding with other women to accomplish something. It's it's pretty cool. Vanessa does have some really cool uh, images like that I know as part of her mm -hmm. campaign. Okay. So the big question is, how do you get those good breastfeeding photos? Because we all know babies <laughs> probably aren't going to just pose and smile at the camera. I don't know if your kids do, but uh, uh, babies, I don't know. My babies never did. So our experts are going to share some of their favorite tips when we come back. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, so welcome back. So the big question is, is how do we get those uh, breastfeeding photos as, as good as we possibly can, right? Because kids don't always cooperate, right? Newsflash. And so let, let's start with talking with our moms here. So were you concerned, I guess, you know, in, in knowing that you had a, a shoot coming up, were you concerned that your babies weren't going to cooperate at this shoot? Shannon, let's start with you. I was not concerned, mainly because Emerson was 10 pounds when he was bored. So he came out like <laughs> like he was ready to eat from the beginning. <laughs> and, uh, he ate on, there was no schedule whatsoever. So whenever my boob was out, he was ready to go. So that was, that's usually the biggest concern, right? The thing that concerned me was not him. It was my daughter. Like, is she going to be okay while we're trying to get these shots? Is she going to be jumping on the bed? Is she going to be not, you know, responding to the photographer very well? So that was my concern was how my oldest child was going to be acting. But other than that, I knew Emerson was going to be fine as as soon as I presented him with the opportunity to eat food. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he was all in. He was in. Um, so was your older daughter part of the photos? Or are you just talking about because it was done in your home, you wanted to make sure that she wasn't, you know, disruptive? Yeah, exactly. So she was a part of the photos because she's two and like, I, I, she had to be, you know, I, we made space yeah. for her to be there. <laughs> Um, but I mean, there were definitely some shots where it was just me and the baby or me, my husband and the baby. And then some of them where I was nursing and John and Gabriella are playing on the bed. And it's just very, very, um, natural and very like, this is a day in our life right now. So my concern was mainly, I I hope she's not like going to do this meltdown thing because there's somebody in the house that isn't always in the house and maybe she's going to do the toddler shyness. Like sometimes Gabrielle is the most outgoing, oh, I'm going to go play with all the kids and they're all my friends. And then other times she's like, get me out of here. I don't want to talk to anyone. So I don't know what causes those mood changes. I don't know what the catalyst for that is. So that was really why I was like, hmm, I wonder how this is going to go. But <laughs> right. So, yeah. That was the biggest thing, so. Okay. And Moon, were you concerned or uh, have you ever been concerned cuz it sounds like you've done multiple shoots here with uh, babies not cooperating at shoots? Um, you know, it's funny because I have like 30 photos. There were I think 8 of us in a shot mm-hmm. and at least 30 photos where Half the children are playing with their toes. No one's actually breastfeeding. You know, (laughs) moms are sitting there smiling and the babies are off in la-la land. And this is one of the reasons why I think it's important to find a breastfeeding photographer or at least at the very least find a photographer that works with children. So they're flexible. Mm -hmm. They understand that uh, 
sometimes it's just not going to happen. Like they might, they might all snap back at the same time. They may not, you know, I need you to be quick on your toes. So if everybody's cooperating all at the same time, let's get it and get it done and get out of here, you know? So I think (laughs) that's one of the reasons why, um, a breastfeeding photographer, even a photographer who's breastfed is, Mm -hmm. is important because they know these moments. I, I have one of my, my favorite photos from my breastfeeding shoot. My son is actually sleeping, but the way they took the photo that you can't tell that he's asleep, you know, so those kind of things are actually really important. (laughs) Fake it till you make it. Right. Right. (laughs) That's awesome. Okay. So we, we talked a little bit earlier. I just want to dive into this just a little bit more about styles when it comes, because there's a lot of different photos um, that you can take when it comes to breastfeeding your baby and, and certain photos are stylized and stuff like that. So Courtney, can you walk us through that just a little bit as far as what are the different options out there for moms that, that may be thinking about hiring a photographer? Absolutely. So again, it's really going to depend on the photographer. So some things that you would maybe want to look for are what your interests are. Do you want more candid lifestyle shots of you in the house, folding laundry, you know, big kid jumping on the bed, doing whatever it is that happens during the day when you are nursing your kids. Sometimes that's zoned out watching HGTV. Mm-hmm. Um, but, or are you wanting the very styled, you know, like some of mine, the floral crowns and the flying dresses and standing in rivers. And like, I, I had a client who recently said she wanted to look like a, a mermaid goddess. And I was like, all right, we'll do what we can. <laughs> you know, and it, so you, you kind of want to look for the style um, that you're most interested in. So typically lifestyle photographers are going to have more of a photojournalistic standpoint. Okay. Um, so those will often be in black and white and have kind of a grain and, and have a real grit and it, it, I really love them because I think they develop a lot of emotion. And it's very much this is the everyday. So for those shoots, usually it would just be a photographer coming into your home. For my mother sessions, oftentimes you'll be working with a hair and makeup team and I'll have assistants helping with lighting and styling the shoot or, you know, so you kind of want to decide what it is that you're wanting and then also look into your budget. Mm-hmm. This doesn't go across the board, but typically styled shoots are going to run a little bit more too. So you can kind of decide what it is that you're most interested in. Do you want your makeup done and your hair done and to be wearing seven yards of chiffon? Or would you rather be (laughs) in yoga pants and a room and a nursing top in your living room? What are you more comfortable with? What is more exciting for you? What would you prefer? Good info. Okay. So I want to talk a little bit about some tips that you guys would give moms. So whether, you know, they're trying to do something on their own or they are hiring a photographer to do this, what are some tips um, in in both, you know, Courtney, you can shout some stuff out as well as our our mamas that have had the breastfeeding photos taken of themselves. How do you make the sessions run as smoothly as possible? We've talked about some stuff as far as I think the big thing is baby, right? How do you get your baby to cooperate? And maybe there are some really cool things, you know, to Moon's point that some really cool photos could develop even if babies aren't cooperating. But let's assume for a second that you really (laughs) want the babies to cooperate. Courtney, let's start with you. Um, What advice do you have for parents getting babies to cooperate? Primarily, 
if you can book during a typical nursing time. If if you have a schedule fed baby, trying to book within that schedule if possible. But don't try to push it with your kids. You know, you don't you don't want them showing up starving. Um, if you're an on-demand breastfeeder, I was. So it was pretty much if I pulled my shirt down, my kids would latch on. So I didn't really have to worry. <laughs> I know that feeling. <laughs> but I, I mean, as, as far as getting the baby to cooperate, you know, if baby doesn't or and I'm hesitant to use the word baby, baby, toddler. Yeah. You know, if you're if you're nursling isn't cooperating, ah, that's life. And you're going to get some shots for that. I, I had a, a cake smash birthday photo shoot yesterday and baby girl was not having it, but the pictures are, are pretty cute because that's just how it was. That was the mood of the day. I love shooting cake smash. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> They're so fun. Like I had one where the little girl did not like the cake. Like we had to hide her little, um, you know, those little Gerber like Cheerio things that they have. Uh We had to hide those in the frosting on top of the cake to get her to approach the cake. It was hilarious. (laughs) What kid doesn't like cake? Right? And she'd had it like, so when I do a cake smash, I tell my clients like, hey, give your kids cake. If they haven't had it before, let them have some before the shoot. So Uh when they see this on the shoot, they're interested in it. So. So she'd had it before and her mom was like, I guess she's not feeling it today. I was like, oh my goodness. I wish I had that um, restraint because if you put cake in front of me, it's gone. Oh, no. Me too. Me too. (laughs) Case closed. Case closed. Here's my question. So if we, you know, we're bringing our babies to a photo shoot, let's say, and if possible, we try to time it out. So it's during one of those times when our baby is pretty hungry or at least approaching one of those times. Is it better? Because you don't really know what's going to happen in a shoot because I don't know. There's like a lot of different factors here, right? And you may shoot things out of order and whatever. So I'm just wondering, do you give your baby like a little bit of milk so they're not completely unhappy? I mean, you don't bring a starving baby to a shoot, right? I don't advise against ever letting your baby be that hungry if you can avoid it, just in general, whether you're doing pictures or not. You know, for me, speaking from kind of a personal experience, my kids, if they got hungry, they got like hangry. So then they'd have a hard time latching or calming down. So it's totally fine to let them nurse a little bit. And, you know, a lot of times, especially in older babies, when they start getting curious, they'll pop on and off and they'll latch on, latch off. And and that's fine. Your photographer will be used to that and skilled in that. And I've got great pictures of smiling babies while latched on, smiling babies while latched off, grumpy <laughs> babies. I mean, it's fine. I would say that I would like for my clients to be less concerned about keeping their kids happy than they are with them being comfortable. Because if they're comfortable and they want to feed their baby and that helps, do that. Let me worry about taking the pictures and you guys just do your own thing. That's a really good point because not only would it help if mom is completely comfortable just for mom's own sanity, but babies, and again, maybe we shouldn't say babies, kids feed off of that, right? So if they can sense that mom is unhappy or nervous or whatever, and you might be a little bit nervous, whatever, anyway, uh, that may just be part of this. But the more relaxed you can be, I think just naturally, the more relaxed our babies and kids are going to be as a result, right? Absolutely. That's so true. What what other tips? Anything else come to mind as far as how do how do we make these shoots run as smoothly as, as possible? If you have a type A mom that is going to be like, I need to know beforehand. I know sure. that you don't want me to think about this, but I'm going to. 
Yeah, I think they should never schedule the shoot during nap time. If you don't have a nap time um, set, then start putting your child to sleep at a certain time every day, at least two weeks beforehand. So they'll get used to taking a nap before the shoot. So they're they're not cranky. Like uh, a step, never do it during nap time. That I think that's important. I think that's probably a good idea too. Yeah, that is too. I think for the for the mom, it would probably be important to make sure that she's eaten. You know, so she's not hungry on the shoot. I always bring snacks and stuff like that to my shoots just in case. You know, mom is so busy getting her kids and everybody else ready that she neglects herself because I know how easy that is to do. But making sure that like she's fed and like the mom is hydrated and I like to make sure that mom is relaxed you know, before we start shooting. So um, whether that means we've got snacks or, you know, we have, I've had moms sometimes like, Hey mom, can you um, run back to the car? Because I forgot my chapstick and the rest of the family relax when mom steps out because she's so tense. And then when she comes back from her walk, she's a little bit more, you know, chilled out because she approaches the shoot and she sees everything is going well. So I, that's the biggest thing just to relax and try to have fun with it. I would definitely agree with that. And you, you're you killing me now because now all my clients are going to know when I'm sending a mom away. What I'm, doing. <laughs> I'm giving away our secrets, our trade totally secrets. Totally done that before. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, but, you know, as far as if you're a real type A mom and you want to know exactly what's going on, make sure that the photographer that you're working with is comfortable with having an outline shoot. And I also, you know, I like to see kind of what it is that my clients are kind of thinking. So if they have seen something on Pinterest or whatever, and it has sparked something in them, I'm happy for them to send that over to me. And I can say, well, these are things that we can do to create this image on our own. That's not necessarily copying the artist or the photographer that did it and that can make it more individual to you. I also, I am totally good with a shot list. If mom wants to send me a list saying, these are the shots that I would like, you know, I want over the shoulder. I want looking straight on. I want this style. I want that or not necessarily style, but I want this shot and this shot. And I can say, these are the things that I think are going to be possible. These are the things that aren't a big part of my job as a photographer is managing my client's expectations. So I want to make sure that my client is coming to the shoot feeling like all they have to do is show up and be pretty basically, you know, let, let me run it. And if you are the mom that wants to really direct your shoot, make sure that your personality and the photographer's personality are going to match that. Well, I'm pretty easygoing, so it doesn't really matter to me one way or another, but some photographers really want to run their shoot a specific way. And if a mom is saying, no, I need to do it. We want this, 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 that might not be the best photographer for you. So that's something that you would want to kind of ask ahead of time too. Awesome, ladies. Well, thanks so much for being part of our episode today as we continue and wrap up our discussion on how to get some great breastfeeding photos. If you're a member of the Boob Group Club, then be sure to check out our bonus content after this episode. We're going to discuss common mistakes parents make when trying to take their own breastfeeding photos. I'm sure the list is very long. Uh, For more information about our club, visit our website at newmommymedia.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. 
Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So before we wrap up our show today, we have a segment that we like to do from time to time on the show. This one's called Mama Hacks. And I really like this. This was a segment that basically was created by you guys. We were getting uh, submissions, basically people reaching out to us with different hacks that they had discovered with breastfeeding and pumping for their babies. And we thought, you know what, we should make a segment out of this. So here we go. Here's Mama Hacks. And uh, this is actually a special partnership with our friends over at the Smart Mom app. So if you haven't heard of Smart Mom before, go ahead and check them out on iOS. And it's great. It's a basically kind of an online forum that you can access through your app, post questions and help out other mamas. And there's also rewards each time you, you post questions. So you can win different prizes and things like that. So not only are you helping other moms, but you can get a little something, something out of it for yourself. So check that out. So Sophia responded. We put this question out on the Smart Mom app and Sophia responded. And this was her mama hack. She says, what helped me was pumping first thing in the morning, using a nursing pillow and double feeding right before bed. So the little one, my little one slept longer with a fuller tummy. All right. For those of us that have pumped, pumping first thing in the morning, you guys tried that and got more out of it in the morning. What's your experience? I'm empty in the morning. So I, I bed share. <laughs> so um, <Aww>. <laughs> <laughs> you're being drained throughout the night. Yeah. <laughs> when Emerson and I get up, like he's fed. The only person I need to yeah. feed is myself and, and, and Gabriella. So when I would pump, it would be probably late afternoon once he's kind of gotten enough of me <laughs> throughout the morning. <laughs> <laughs> or he, maybe he had a long nap or something like that. <laughs> exactly. Um, she also says using a nursing pillow. I love nursing pillows. I have to say I didn't use um, a nursing pillow so much with my singleton babies. But when I was feeding, uh, tandem breastfeeding my twins before they got so big that they didn't, you know, no longer needed it. I lived and died by my, uh, I think a was it was a double breastfeeding pillow. And that was just amazing. You should see me like running through the airport when I would travel. I'm like, it's me because I didn't want to put it like in a <laughs> luggage or anything like that. It's like me in this huge, huge breastfeeding pillow, like running through the airport <laughs> trying to catch a flight. Um, anyway, so I'm a big proponent of nursing pillows. Um, double feeding right before bed. I don't even know what double feeding is. Do you guys know what that is? I've never heard that. No. Yeah, I hadn't heard of that either. Maybe it's like feeding, yeah, in close close proximity. There you go. But yeah, I agree. Don't let anyone go to bed on an empty tummy because my, my children remind me that every night they're like, snack, snack. I'm like, you just ate. But like, it's like they, <laughs> I don't know, they have to have food. They have to have a full tummy when they go to bed. So that even continues, yeah, into their toddler days and uh, beyond, I'm sure. So uh, Sophia, thanks so much for sending this in. If you guys have a mama hack, please let us know. We would love to share it on our show so you 
you can go to newmommymedia.com and send us your hack through the contact link on our website. You can also submit a voicemail straight through our website, which is pretty cool. So you can just use the microphone on your computer to do that. And uh, we'll include it on a future episode. So that wraps up our show for today. Thanks for listening to The Boob Group. Don't forget to check out our sister show, Preggy Pals for Expecting Parents, Newbies for Newly Postpartum Moms, Parent Savers for Moms and Dads with Toddlers, and Twin Talks, our show for parents of multiples. This is The Boob Group, where moms know breast. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.